Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today in the show, I've got a singer-songwriter who has a self-titled debut album that is out streaming everywhere. Um, he's a frequent flyer uh, at the Guitar Night over at the VAR Gallery in Walker's Point, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him a little bit about his artistry uh, and why he does what he does. So, Michael McKinnon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. You're very welcome, man. How are you doing today? Good. I'm real good. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I have Monday through Wednesday off every week because my my work week is Thursday through Sunday. Nice. So I, I spend Monday through Wednesday just kind of doing stuff for myself. And it's always go. nice. Well, uh, I'm glad that you could do something uh, for yourself in the form of being here today. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome, man. Uh, what do you do? So on the uh, on the free days, I, I get up in the morning and I exercise. I go to the gym and, and do some some weightlifting, some cardio and stuff, just light stuff because I'm not super good at it yet. Mm -hmm. And then I, I come home and I, I try to spend some time working on music, um, mainly just working on some new material that I that I'm kind of putting together lately. Mm -hmm. And then whatever else follows that, those yeah. are my two kind of main priorities in, on my free days. Awesome. So then Karina, right? Of course. Yeah. Shout out to Karina. Um, uh, that's how I initially actually met you. Um, and uh, yeah, well, we talk a lot of Mr. Nice Guy. We talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Yeah, I met you through Karina. And, um, you know, we were in Greek life together. And then she's like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend makes music. Like, <laughs> you should, uh, you know, check his music out. And, um, yeah, man, I uh, listened to your album a little bit, and uh, it's, um, you know, you got a great voice. You got a real gift there. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, kind of how you started using your voice, uh, playing guitar, using music as a creative outlet for yourself uh, growing up. Like, when did you get started with it all? I've been doing music for a long time now. I remember the, the first... Uh, sort of debut of me doing anything music-wise was when I was uh, in a church musical. I did a duet with my cousin, and it was just like a 10-second snippet of singing. And that was kind of the first time, um, that was my first experience with auditions, because I didn't really know what it meant, and I was really scared of being in front of people. And so my mother had to be like, okay, I'll, we'll go to McDonald's after, if you nice. just do the audition. I'll get you some food if we go to, and I was like, oh, yeah, of course, McDonald's, I'm there down for that. And so then I did it, and I, I didn't get the part, which was totally fine, because I was, I was little, you know, I didn't really know what it meant to have to, like, memorize lines and, and learn songs. So it was, a very, it was a nice way to kind of step into things. And uh, from there, we, uh, we moved to Door County, Wisconsin, actually. Sturgeon Bay, right? Mm -hmm. Sturgeon Bay, yep. So I went to a school uh, called Southern Door. And we had a fifth grade musical. That was sort of the thing for the fifth grade class. We would, uh, you know, everybody was required to do it, and we could um, audition for parts, or we could just be in the chorus and just kind of do some some miscellaneous things. So, I auditioned for a few things, and I got a couple of parts. The, the thing I should say before is that the musical that we did was a combination of pieces from musicals in past years. Sure. So it was all sorts of different things. So we could we could audition for one song that was totally different from another song, and um, they kind of split it up that way, so each person got to do something. And I got the part of Peter Pan in one song. That was my solo. I, I sang for the group of Lost Boys. <laughs> and uh, I had to wear a, 
basically a dress of leaves. And I had a, a hat that was made of leaves, and Tight. it was great. Yeah, oh, I yeah. pictures of it. It's it's it's, it's awesome. Mm. <laughs> but um, I got that part, and then I got a couple of other things, just sort of here and there, and and that was um, sort of my idea. Like, oh, actually, I kind of like singing. Mm-hmm. And um, bef- before that, I had played piano. Um, it, like first to second grade, and I didn't really like it all that much. I didn't sure. appreciate the music because I was young and immature. <laughs> I didn't really get it. I've been there too. Yeah, yep. And then, uh, I, so I didn't really like that. So then we had to choose between um, orchestra or band at one point, and I chose orchestra. Yeah, so okay. I played the viola for for a couple of years. Didn't really latch onto it for um, kind of the same reason. And then I found guitar in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So this was around the time that I was finding out. Oh, I like to sing. I'm okay at it, I can do it, and I like doing it, mm-hmm. um, and now I have this guitar that I'm learning that I can sort of start to bring into singing. Um, so the summer following that I did a talent show where I just I just sang, because um, I, was, I wasn't good enough on guitar yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. only been playing for a couple months. Um, and then in seventh grade I kind of started messing around with writing music, putting together words with, with guitar parts, because I kind of knew enough at that point where I was able to do it. And I really latched on to the idea of songwriting. So I kept trying to do it, and I wrote a lot of songs, a lot of which I haven't played in years and probably will never be surfaced. No. I mean, maybe they will, but I don't the know. Lost tapes. Yeah, there's, right. a lo- there's, a, there's a notebook full of them, and um, a few that I just don't remember how to they'll play. Get, they'll get leaked. Yeah, that's, that's what leaked. I'm hoping, at yeah. level, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so someone's going to find my vault. Yeah, <laughs> right, and it'll, it'll go into the public domain. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the best, best publication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so from there I kept writing and I started getting some little gigs here and there like playing um, for a few people. My, my dad was a superintendent at a state park okay. where we lived so there was a little um, sort of theater area where they would have performers and so since my dad worked there he was able to get me in for a couple of those and those were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, those were sort of the starting points for actual solo performances. And then I kept doing that through high school, and then I went to college for guitar, mm. which I didn't know was a thing until I actually did a visit, because I was like, I know, yeah. I, know, I know I want to do music. I don't know what kind of music I want to do. Am I going to do singing? I don't know. Am I going to do, like, instrument? I didn't know that you could go for fingerstyle guitar. Oh, weird, yeah. Um, so um, the um, uh, professor Burmeister actually introduced me to John Stropes, who was the, the, um, the lead component of the fingerstyle, uh, fingerstyle program. So I met him, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So let's do that, because nice. um, that sounds nice. I play guitar, I like it. You know, I can kind of, I can use that for songwriting, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I've done. I had a great time in my degree. I finished it this past May. Very awesome. Yeah, and Congrats. now, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, so now I'm just kind of incorporating those skills that I learned there into songwriting on top of the skills like organization, um, a little better with musical critical thinking than mm-hmm. I was before because I kind of have some terminology for things now. I kind of sure, know how yeah. to explain it. So when I'm working with people, I can say, this is what I was thinking and this is kind of how I see it being executed and it makes more sense than me just saying, oh, just try this thing and not being able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's, sure. been a, it's been a crazy journey, but um, it's, it's nice to have some product out there yeah. for people to hear. And uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Cool. Uh, Couple things. Uh, first, I want to uh, relate to you on getting rewarded with McDonald's when I was little. For me, it was either McDonald's or Taco Bell. Oh, of course. Uh, we would. My parents used. To, my mom, I should say, used to always reward me with the Happy Meals or 
if like there was something she was taking me to do, like the doctor or something like that, that I, you know, that you're afraid of doing as a kid, or we would, we would go out for ice cream afterwards or something oh, like yeah. that, you know, like that's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the reward factor, right. you know, giving you things that don't let, they don't let you have on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, you, you get the lollipop when you walk out of the doctor's office because, uh, it's fucking terrifying when you're a little kid. <laughs> it is. Um, and then second, uh, um, I have only been, to, I've been to Sturgeon Bay once. Um, I actually had a job interview, um, up in Door County for our radio station. Oh, cool. Didn't end up getting it, uh, but it is, it is so gorgeous. It is freaking gorgeous up there. I want to spend more time in Door County. It's like, you It's know, worth it. Yeah. Like, Especially in the right times of the year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, uh. I don't know, I imagine that, um, did you feel like your environment, like being around a lot of like natural beauty and that kind of stuff, did that like, uh, kind of like inspire your music at all or did it inspire like imagery or things that, you know, you kind of related to? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, in uh, my situation was nice because we lived out in the country. So we, we didn't actually live in Surgeon Bay. Um, we lived in Brussels. Oh yeah. So that's just like. 15 minutes outside of Street. I got you. Yeah. So we had a little five acre spread. Um, so we had the house and we had this little bluff that um, was sort of immersed in this forest area, this strip of forest that went across the, the land that we were on. And at the bottom we had this big open field that was our land so we could, you know, we had a picnic table out there, we had some, uh, uh, a fire pit dug. Oh, and so, yeah. yeah, so it was nice to be able to go outside and, and have all of that, um, sort of aesthetic energy going on mm-hmm. um, where I could I could sit in the woods with my guitar and just kind of play it. It sounds really weird, yeah. but at the same time it doesn't because I feel like I'm, I'm sure plenty of people would want to do that. Oh, yeah, wood, um, yeah, the woods and folk music and acoustic. Yeah, it just goes it goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, guitars are made of wood. That's where right, right. Yeah. That's where they came from. Yeah. yeah, but it was good. It was nice to have that and it was quiet so I could go outside and I could sit and, and just kind of play it. And it was private, and it was it was pleasant and easy, and it was just nice to have that um, that access. Oh, very awesome! Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, what year did you come down here for school? So I started living in Milwaukee in 2014. Okay. Yeah. So same, I, I kind of I I would say that I I started living in Milwaukee in 2016. Because I, I was in the dorms the first year, yeah. year and a half, yeah. and then in the fall of twenty six or in the summer of twenty sixteen, I moved to a, to a house on Downer. There's quite a distinction to be made between living at school and living in the town your school is in. Yeah, you know, like it's different. Yeah, totally. So you feel more immersed in the in the community when you live in a house that's there, and it's not like a a designated area that someone gave you. They're like, you're going to be staying here, yeah, right. and you're going to be paying us for it, yeah. and it's part of the school. Exactly. But when you yeah. get out of that, you have more freedom to do, you know, you can decorate your place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, hang your banners up and Of course. Yeah, I love the flag, by the <laughs> Thank way. Thank you. Yeah, this is it. great. Got it from uh, University Customs. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I feel that. I feel like uh, I've definitely felt like I really, truly lived in Milwaukee when I moved away from the east side. Because I had okay. just been in the neighborhood for so long from being in school, and I kind of associated being living on the east side with my uh, 
like sort of connection to being at school. Yeah. But now living in River West, I mean, I'm still right over the the bridge, but um, now I feel like I actually live in like you know a community, not just like you know the neighborhood that every all the students live in. Yeah. But I mean, hey, I had great times on the East Side, and that's not a knock at anyone that still lives there because right. the East it's Side a, is great. It's a beautiful area. That's where you have. Yeah. I mean, the East Side is. You know, that's where a lot of the fun happens. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. I miss um, the East Side. Yeah. Where do you live now? Uh, so Karina and I have a place in Walker's Point. Oh, even better. Yeah, it's nice. Walker's we're, Point's even better. Yeah, yeah. We're about a fifteen-minute walk from the public market. Fantastic. Um, so we're right on the on the cusp. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's cool. It's a nice area. It's just it's a lot more cement. Oh yeah. This is the industrial. Mm-hmm. You know, the sp- it's it's growing into something else entirely, but that's what it was, and so there's there's a lot of cement um, and a lot more noise than I'm used to, but it's busy and I like that. Um, it's accessible, which is cool. Yeah. Have you been to Boo Boo's? Oh yeah. Sandwich shop. Yeah. I live. I live. Soup Bros. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We live right across the street from. Oh, place. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We're it's nice. We have we have Olivia's Pub on oh, one yeah. side, and then we have the Jazz Club, and then Soup Bros and Boo Boo's oh, right there. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Olivia's yet, but I've heard Olivia's is great too. Yeah, it's great. Um, that's a great area, man. Um, yeah. I. It's funny. I went to Boo Boo's, and uh, they like. Um, they like uh, lost my order, I guess. Like, I think it was like really windy that day, and uh, it like I think my order literally blew away in the wind or something. <laughs> I don't like even that. be mad about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, that's crazy. Yeah, like I wait, so I like was waiting t- way too long. So I came up and I was like, "Yo, uh, like, is my food coming?" And they were like, "Oh shit! Like, where's this order?" So they ended up they ended up like refunding me and wow. they. Gave me my sandwich on the house, so that was very nice of them. They're great. They're yeah. so. I good. love that place. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, Anna's uh, you're also pretty close to Anodyne. Oh yeah. Uh, you're in proximity to uh, a lot of the the uh, richest Milwaukee culture. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I guess like uh, when it comes to your songwriting, um, you know, being in school for fingerstyle guitar and whatnot, like uh, when did you kind of start like. Uh, sort of gigging and doing like shows out on the you know in the Milwaukee scene and stuff like that presenting your compositions to uh audiences and whatnot yeah so there was a the um kind of the first summer that I lived here uh, I was I had a friend who came down and we we planned out some gigs his name is Tarl Knight he lives in, okay. in Green Bay now nice. um really really great songwriter I love working with him uh, but he came down. And we we got some shows together, and that was kind of the starting point. I had played some shows at the Var Gallery. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Var. Oh, I love the Var. Josh Hints. Yes. Yeah. They're so nice over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, like love, that place. I love playing there. That place is so is so fun to go. It's Every time I go, I just feel good when I leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you for know. Sure, yeah. Um, so we we played a show there actually, and we played a show. We uh, played a show at the Public House. Um, I love a couple the Public of, House yes. too. Yeah, Public House is great. As I will well. always support them. I, I mean, it's right around the corner. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't go there enough. I should go there more. Yeah, yeah. I should go there more. Uh, I, I made it to over to Linneman's, which is oh, right so right great. I was yeah. just there the other night. <laughs> I love, they're so nice too, man. Yeah. All these places are so great. But I, I kind of started with those. Um, the main one was the Var Gallery because it was monthly, so mm-hmm. we were able to get in there and it was I was playing mainly fingerstyle but a lot of my songs have finger picking involved in them so it's just easier fingerstyle so I'm like hey, I'm, I'm gonna play that because it, it is included mm-hmm. so I try to sneak in a few originals nice. um, whenever I'd go there 
But that was kind of the start of it, and it was always acoustic, just because that's the product of my um, accessibility to that sort of thing. Uh, I, kn I know a lot of drummers, I just have never really thought to, to bring it all together, at least until recently, because that's mm -hmm. kind of the thing I've been working on more now, is, is getting more instruments, because the, the first album is all acoustic. It's, yeah. just, it's just acoustic and vocals, so it's, it's, not, it's pretty simple. Uh, my brother recorded me for uh, at, at the Madison Media Institute, okay. which was super nice. Um, he was able to get in there for free, so we did. It took a few hours and recorded everything. Oh, we sure. Mixed it, and then uh, Steve Hamilton here of Milwaukee actually mastered it. Very nice. Put it together, which was, was super nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask you about the recording process, uh, but I guess like in terms of like when people are listening to it, like the subject matter, like things that you are uh, like themes that you're speaking on, like how would you describe like the material? I sort of kept this one more miscellaneous because there were a lot of songs that have been written over a large period of time. Yeah. There were some songs that were written a long, like years before I even recorded it and there were songs that were written a couple of months before it was. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, it was just different ideas. Um, there were some that were about personal experiences, some that I wrote just a little more um, broad broadly, um, I'm trying to think, like broad perspective yeah. based, yeah. you know, it's like it's, it's anybody can relate to the song because it, it seems like every human being goes through something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I, you know, a lot of them were, were songs that I started with like a melody and then said, oh, I, I have this thing that I kind of relate to this and I feel like I can write about it with this, yeah. with this riff and then I would start from there and build. That's usually how I was sure. doing on this, on this past album. But the new stuff, I'm kind of going in an opposite direction. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of taking an, a, an idea that I want and trying to produce it through musical um, sort of motives mm -hmm. and then putting words to it. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was doing before, but at this point I'm, I'm thinking more so about the feeling before I write it, whereas before I was writing it, and I'm like, oh, this makes sense with this thing. Mm -hmm. I was uh, less discovery and more um, just sort of digging and figuring mm -hmm. it out. So you want to get the meat and potatoes done first, like with this new stuff, uh, like the, the the compositions and like the actual like the the sound of the song before you put words to it. Yeah, I just have more to work with now. I have a piano, like a MIDI keyboard, I can work with. I have drum programs. Um, I have some editing software now that I can nice. work with, which before I didn't really have that. I had it kind of, but I, it wasn't as accessible just because it was it was just GarageBand, which mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with GarageBand. It's just, it's more user-friendly, so there's less you can do with it. Yeah. Whereas now I have some more products that are uh, a little more professional and I can really make some good sounds with them. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so new stuff. Um, are you thinking like uh, you want to... Um, yeah, are you, are you thinking another album? Are you uh, thinking more shows? Like going into this coming year, like what are you sort of like uh, anticipating for yourself? I'm more so keeping to the writing aspect of things at this point, mainly because it's hard to market myself. And this is a, a conversation that Karina and I have all the time because she helps so much with marketing because I, I hate it. I hate doing it. I'm Shout out to Karina. It. Yeah, really. <laughs> she, she does a lot of it. She um, she helps run my page. 
on oh, Instagram yeah. and on Facebook and everything. She helps. Like she's like, hey, you got to post something. It's time you haven't posted something you want. You got engagement. Post it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm just bad at it. Yeah, I'm so yeah. bad at it. A lot of artists are. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing because no. that gives somebody who doesn't make art the opportunity to be a part of your brand. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But the the brand is kind of where. I'm at a, not at a crossroads, but I'm at a point where there's a fork in the road and I'm sort of changing things. And so it's, it's hard to book myself before being able to say like, this is kind of what I'm doing. So I'm trying to build up some material at this point and just be able to present that to someone instead of ha saying, I have this acoustic stuff. This is what I sound like kind of, but I'm doing something pretty different now. So you just have to trust that it's, it's cool too. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a little, I think it'll just be easier to have some, some material to give. Yeah. But yeah, I'm working on a new album, little by little. Awesome. Um, I have a song that's it's almost done, and it's, I'm gonna release it as a single at some Great. point. Awesome. And then um, from there, I'm just gonna keep piecing things together. And I'm, I'm working with some people on on writing. Um, I have a, two friends that I work with every week. Where oh, we're really? just putting stuff together. Well, that's they? a side project. It's a uh, Garrett Grobschmidt okay. and um, his roommate Tori. Oh, nice. Um, I should know his last name, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we get together every week, and we just write. And we kind of put it, cool. you know, put it all together, and it, it's a lot of fun. That's a side project. That's not my stuff. Yeah. We're gonna call it something different. We haven't figured that out yet. There you go. But awesome. so yeah, it's I'm I'm working less with trying to get shows. I think I'm gonna do that more so in the spring, summer, fall mm -hmm. of next year. So then I'll have a lot to work with at that point. We are in the hibernation season, so that yeah. works out well. Right. Yeah. People don't, are not gonna want to leave their houses right. in a couple yeah, months. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, it. dude. It's hard. Like. Yeah, now it's like most of the shows I cover for Breaking and Entering I'm, are usually the ones that I can walk to. Yes. Yeah. Having to deal with the bus or whatnot, like, yeah, it's, it's, it is a hassle this time of year. But that being said, uh, once you're done with your single, make sure you send it to us. I will. Uh, love to uh, get your music out there to, to the scene, man. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is your day... Uh, not complete until you work on music. Not always. Okay. Not always, because I think that there's value in spending some time away from it. Mm -hmm. Well, so I don't. I don't. I try not to spend my whole day working on it. I try to spend enough time where I feel like I got something done. Um, but that doesn't mean that I do it every day. There are some days where I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I think I just need some time away from it. Mm -hmm. So instead of really thinking about it, maybe I'll just pick up a guitar and just kind of strum a little bit. Yeah. Um, right. One of my favorite things to do is to put on a movie and spend the entire um, time of the movie working on technical oh, skills, yeah. just like practicing a, an exercise or something, because it's relaxing, I can focus on that, and I'm, just, I'm not just sitting there like vegetating, which is mm -hmm. good, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with doing that once in a while if, if you feel like you need I to. I do that all the time. I do too, yeah, I, I totally do it. I'm a big video game nerd, oh, so right, I'm always yeah, playing video games. Nice. And Karina will go to sleep and I'll stay up for another couple hours and, yeah. and just play video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, I, <laughs> and I don't think there's anything bad about that as long as it's not intervening with your productive life. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. Uh, this, you know, there's definitely, um, I like, because I do several different things, like, I try to, uh, do at least, like, one productive, like, career-minded thing every day, but, you know, sometimes it's, like, it's nice to have a day where I don't have any episodes. Yeah. Uh, or nights where I don't have work, but I also don't have shows to cover, where I can just, you know... Yeah, like just be an introvert, put on mm -hmm. a movie, 
drink some beer, you yeah. know, like... Well, I, when I was in school, this, this, especially this past year, in my last year, I was also working this Thursday through Sunday job. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I would have class all week and then work all weekend. So I would never, I never had a day off unless I had off of work or there was a school day. That's why that polar vortex was so nice because yeah. <laughs> I got some time off. But that was tough because it, it kept me from being able to do some things that I like to do, even just simple things like sitting down and watching a movie or like just maybe fiddling around with writing. Mm -hmm. I really, I didn't do a lot of writing in college. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't do a whole lot of it. I tried to and I just... I would. I kept thinking about school, and I'm like, I have these things to do. I should probably be doing these instead. I can. Yeah. I can do this later. So it's it's so nice to have. I feel that. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have the opportunity not to do anything. Yeah. Because it makes me want to do things more. Oh yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like, um, I feel that too. It makes you look forward to like resuming something that you know you're really passionate about. Because yeah. that was the same for me, man. Like, in school, like. I mean, I was, I was a very, like, involved student. Like, I was in clubs, I was in a fraternity, I was, you know, I was, uh, uh, I had two minors, um, in, in addition to my major, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I had a lot to do, and it's, like, all this shit that I figured out after graduating school, like, I just, I... I don't like beat myself up over like not having like realizing certain things about my career sooner because I didn't have time to realize that. Yeah, you right. know, you're so busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's more than that's more than I had even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, like, um, and even then you have to fit time in for yourself to just you know unwind, like relax and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, like. Now that yeah, now that school's up, because school is you know it just becomes something that's just so in the back of your mind when you're doing it all the time. But now that it's over, it's great. You have all the time in the world to you know to make something out of nothing. Right. I love doing that. It is great. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to have that chance to do it. Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, what uh, what did you value about the music program at UWM? Uh, and then what, or, but also like what, you know, do you wish you had more of? Like, I guess, how do you, how do you like reflect on it? So there was a lot of, well, the thing that I wish I would have done at the same time, I'm glad I didn't. It's kind of a weird thing that I had, but in my first couple of years, I didn't take 18 credits. Mm. I just, I kept it to about 16. Sure. Yeah. Um, because I was like this, I'm sure this is fine. Right, this is okay. And it made my first couple of years really enjoyable. Um, but then down the line, I started having to fill in with those those general education classes, and I had to do all those later. When I'm already into the, the, the thick of my degree. You had to take, like, math and labs. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, so that was... I kind of wish I would have taken those earlier, but at the same time, I had so much fun in my first year. And my second year was really fun as well. I mean, all the years were, were fun in their own way and all and really and really great in their own way. But the last couple of years were just stressful on top of being great <laughs> because yeah. I had to I had to make up all that time. Yeah. Um, but that kind of kept me from being able to take classes that I that I would have benefited from, like a marketing class, a business class. I really wanted to take some of those and just didn't have the chance. Mm -hmm. 
because I had to take all these other classes, and so my, my credit load was already filled, and I couldn't take any more. And it's too expensive and too, you know, crazy to try to take more than 18 credits. Yeah. Again, I mean, I know people who have had to do that, and it, they are always like, yeah, it's awful, it sucks, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I wish I would have been able to take more of those, but at the same time, the classes I took were really helpful. Um, kind of getting back to what I said earlier, I, not, I now know how to explain the things that I enjoy. So I can, so especially because my job is I, I teach private lessons. Oh, word. And I, I think I would have been terrible at that before because I would have, I work with kids and you have to be careful with how you explain things to kids, mm -hmm. otherwise you're not going to get it. And so before I would have just been like, you, you just, just have to do this. And then I would show them and that doesn't work with everybody. Right. Yeah. With a lot of people that doesn't work with because for one, it's, it's mirrored. So the hands aren't doing the exact same thing. So it, it's kind of confusing, especially to a, a kid. Um, but now I can use just simple terminology, simple music terminology, and I can explain it if they ask what it is. And that's nice. I can learn songs a lot faster than I used to be able, you know, I used to. So now I can, if I have a student that says, I want to play this song, I'm not going to make them wait, so I'm going to try to get it together that week. Um, that's another thing that I spend my, my free days doing, is I put together material for, for the weekend. Awesome. Um, which I like doing, because it's mm -hmm. fun, because it's, it's something I've come, uh, I've come to be good at. Yeah. So I can put a song together and I can just learn the first little bit of it and then I can show them how to do it. So then not only can I explain it, but I can do it a little more um, with a little more facility than I would have totally. been able to before school. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of it's just come down to knowing how to explain techniques, understanding music theory, which I had no experience with. I had a guitar teacher who tried to teach me and it just didn't. I didn't latch onto it because I, I wouldn't work on it. Yeah. And then I got to school and they're like, you're going to fill this class if you don't work on it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work on it. Yeah. yeah I'm going to work on it. Yeah, and yeah. so now I can I can figure it out. And it's, right. it makes it just makes things more enjoyable. Totally. Music-wise, I can listen to something and be like, I get why they did that and I can explain why. Uh -huh. Because you, you know? have like the terminology that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, it's hard to... I try not to... I hate to, to say it that way because I don't want to sound like an elitist... You know, because yeah. there are definitely those people oh, yeah. um, where they get a music degree and then they're like, I know more about music than this person does. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's not it. You just know how to explain it better. Right. You know, there's yeah. plenty of people that, that I know that have a profound sense of music that don't have the terminology. They don't need it because they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I, I've, I've come to appreciate that difference more, being like, oh, that person is... Um, you know, they don't have an education in music, and yet their music is amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's more of the, you can enjoy music for music, which is what it's intended for anyways. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. Yeah. Um, do, you, uh, do you do shows at home at all, back in, like, Green Bay area? I haven't recently, but I've thought about it. I've, I've, been, I've been looking into maybe doing uh, a small, like, a week-long tour of Wisconsin. Cool. Because I have places that I can perform here, because I live here. I have places in Door County that I can perform in, because I have performed there in the past. Um, so I have some connections up there. Um, Karina's from La Crosse, so she could get you know, some places that would take some gigs. Um, I've been going to northern Wisconsin for a good chunk of my life, nice. so I can probably get some things going on up there. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I haven't really played a show in, in my hometown in a long time. I miss doing it, because it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be cool doing a little homecoming thing. I mean, I'm sure that would be a, a cool way for people that, you know, knew you from back in the day, seeing you do your thing now. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, because it's different. It's different than what it was before. Yeah, exactly. Which, and, I, and I'm I'm glad that it's different. Not that I, I don't like what I used to do, but I, I like the direction I'm going in a little more. So I think there's more opportunity for it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, 2020, man. Uh, it's going to be the year. excited to yeah. see it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Michael McKinnon. Um, it was great to talk to you about your music, uh, about your artistry, and uh, about, uh, you know, not being in school anymore. That's always great. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Well, yeah, it was great to get to know you better. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. You bet, man. So tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh, oh, where does the list start? Uh, <laughs> when to go? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think that exists. Okay. But, um, yeah, being the best that I can be. There you go, man. Yeah, cheesy as it gets. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> did you do enough that day? Right. Yeah, totally. What uh, puts you to sleep, though? Mm, uh, knowing that I did enough. That is, uh, yeah. It, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? Like, you have to keep telling yourself that you're doing enough until, you know, you can just believe that you did what you could that day. That's exactly it. Thanks for being on the All show, right. man. All right, well, uh, Michael McKinnon's self-titled debut album, streaming everywhere. Uh, get that. And then uh, thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.